0: Yeah. He's like, he's like, a little preparation goes a long way. Oh Albert, wow. your your mic's hot as fuck. So yeah, that's good. Like, point that at those, those goombas and make it happen. Okay, there you go. That was loud as fuck. No, it's not working at all now. Come on, Albert, you're not helping. Come on. No, the other mic worked. Your mic was on. Oh. I think you might have turned it on or off, or the cable came out. No? That one's working. It's good. So you gotta feed him back a little bit. So we no, might turn it. No, a-
1: it's fine.
0: No, you could. Hey so hey, what's the song? Are you gonna set set the thing up? What's what's the song about?
2: Oh, we're just jamming, man. Can we do rock on? hopper.
0: Let's do rock hopper. Let's start with that. Yeah, let's okay, do it. Okay, do rock.
2: rock hopper. Okay, I'll sing
0: for a minute here. I think I can do it. Okay, good. All
2: right.
3: Rock hopper. Rock on. You never told me a like, <laughs> Hey, dude, I can't hear the
0: bass. Let's start. I can't hear the bass. Turn the bass up. You gotta mic that bass. There's no bass. You need bass. Somewhere, just because it's like it's OT. Yeah, you can't hear it? You can't hear the bass in the So Mic it. You gotta mic the bass amps directly. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, can you guys do that? Can somebody help me out with that? Mic that bass amp. Because you know, it's like it's congas and you and me singing a cappella. It's like, it's that's okay. It's good I'm listening to. We're handling this right into the mic you need to put it on the mic into the into the speaker you, okay let me do this hey we're going to get these guys somehow we're going to make this work you might have to change it's it's okay i'll, I'll handle this for either yeah that'll work that'll help hang it over the amp into that hang drape it over like a cock on a cheekbone there you go that's good like play let me i'll go in there and set up just start playing that's way louder yeah that's good i'll, I'll get it working. good oh you're even maxing out that's good okay there we go. Okay, good. Now we got it. you on the bass as opposed to not on the bass, which is suck, right? Hit your, hit, give me a test on the bass again for a second. I'm trying to figure out which one you're on. Okay. No, it's not that one. It must be eight. Okay. No, it's eight. Okay. And Cam, can you hit, hit yours again for a second? Hit your drums for a second, Cam, please. Point it down at them, if you can do that. Uh, I'll set you up. With it. I'll go ahead and set that up. It's good. It's good enough. You guys should start your song. Do it. Hey, do another song so I can set you guys up, and then we'll play Rock Hopper for all you Rock Hopper fans. Play that song by Ron Greco. It's really cool. That's good. I'll, I'll set you up, Kim. Just start playing. So you guys are pretty good at that. Keep going.
2: I'm just messing around, man. You said Ron Greco. I was paying tribute. I wasn't covering.
0: I'm going to go out there and jam it up. Not? Yeah. Yeah. No, just play, just play this one song. Play, play your song so people can know what to get when when they see you. I'm just you. you just do this song's called uh, Full Monty.
2: like a smell as a grave. and stuff is green, the smell as you see. Sucking on a stick like a burning paperweed. weed. Shout out slowly, yes! <laughs> Snippage between the bad Not unless you're a slip, what's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? money for tobacco, that? What's that? not that? What's that? What's that? that? What's that? What's that? in What's yes. that?
0: oh hell yeah we got the uh, I saw I was bringing it that was good guys I mean we got you got good sound, so we'll get you we we'll get you the MP3s of this. But you guys have a little. This is OT, you know, which we call overtime in the basketball world. Yeah, I mean, I'm the br- sound br- there, sounds be. actually pretty fucking good. And I'll get you guys the MP3s of this. So right, just play well, some yeah. of your songs. You, you know, you Here seem like your you're having song, fun. Sir? you're almost drunk.
2: Here is your song. No, is uh, you, this
0: is Rock Hopper.
3: <laughs> rock, rock!
0: She rock and roll now. She a falling star. Yeah, come on! Grab your gun, gun, gun to dinner. Put it on. Yeah,
2: come on. She looking good. Black, blue sniffer.
3: Black and blue. Yeah,
0: she looking
3: black, good. Black. Look at yeah, you. Yeah, come on! She automatic.
0: She born in chain. Yeah, come on! <laughs> no, we're not a Zen-Log, not the same! Yeah, come on! She turn around now, a bomb. Yeah, come on the bomb.
2: Grab and your dream. gun! Free thinker! Put it on!
0: Shit stinker! Shit stinker! stinker. Oh. Dropping a deuce with the and eyesores. Got nothing, baby, nothing, baby, nothing, baby, baby to lose. Yeah, come on. Just on now. you know she's doubling on and on the floor. Yeah, come on. Here she come, no, here she no. come, coming
3: back for more.
0: Yeah, come on. <coughs> oh, that bitch is double fistin' it. Yeah, that was good, guys. That was, that was almost like cohesive. We almost, we almost sounded like, we, like we didn't we suck. To get that a was
2: cool. Of that
0: yeah, you, you guys just come on up. I got she all the gear set up. Actual, uh, uh, are you? How'd you how'd, so, so.
2: Yeah, no, yeah, not not just the first time run.
0: Yeah, you were I talking, talking about poo or something in that song about like you're a shit stinker, and I was talking about like I like, oh, like a girl Robert who pegs you. My, my song is about pegging, yeah. so that's kind of cool. Somehow they're both about butts, so it's cool. It's kind of like okay. Next next question. This this song is also about rectal thermometers. There we go. Is it called rectal thermometer? So what should we do now? It is now. There we go. Rectal, rectal, rectal okay. thermometer. Rectal, yes. rectal. Don't
2: give me the rodents.
0: Okay. Don't give me the rectal. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <and> daddy, daddy. <laughs> Why your dick so big?
2: Myself. Don't get me the rolling No it's not a good idea Don't get me the road Or I might get diarrhea Don't get me the roll Don't get me the road, Don't give me the road. That
0: sucks. Oh, oh. That was hilarious. Um you guys, what do you guys want to what do you want to play? Send it up now. tell people a little bit about the, the uh, creative process sure. of the eyesores. I guess we'll just You did now? Do He's not listening. That's right. I'll check this out. The creative process called brewing a log. Here we go. I know, it's okay. I can talk about it anyway. I can talk to you touch your nose set, right? Me and Albert are gonna do a Beavis and Butthead segment like this. One. <laughs> this
3: is pretty cool. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: It's been amazing. We had the live here in the studio, got to play with them. But all good things got to come to an end. So uh, Albert's hungry right now. He ate a bunch of bat brownies. They had wheat hashing them, so he's fucked up. want well, to thank Albert for coming in. Junior Gray, earlier tonight. Um, Albert, you want to play a pick to kind of roll us out here with it? No. Albert says it's over it. He's like, he's already like his money shot happened about an hour and a half ago. He walked in here and Metalhead was just so funny. You guys, like, I think what they want to cut it, unless you guys got one what more. You want to you do a, you wanna do do a cover? Right. Sometimes right. it's hard to be a woman, a giving all your love to just one man. Yeah, yeah, turn that shit up. He'll have good times and you'll have bad times. Doing things you just don't understand, but if you love him, you'll forgive him. Oh, that was kind of good. Uh, who's that, Loretta Lynn, or, or Tammy Wynette? Tammy Wynette. I like you say your name should be Tammy. Why not? Right? Howard's well, well, we'll done with we'll be my be jokes now. He's like, <laughs> he's like, enough butt jokes for one century. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just,
0: I don't think we've ever talked about this much butt in all the Vampire Radio shows. <laughs> It's really about butts. We got the lovely, the talented Barbara Coke in the studio here from the band, the Eyesores. She's a keyboard extraordinaire. <laughs> the <eyesores? laughs> yeah, the Eyesores. No, the Eyes Like ice Eyesores.
2: Hey,
0: <laughs> you know, we got Eyes Like Eyesores because we've, uh, we've been smoking uh, TNT. Remember in that, remember in that 70s, everyone was smoking TNT. For the Eyes Like
2: Eyesores.
0: I like that. Yeah, it's true. Uh, or, ice, or the Eyesores Like Ice. That's kind of cool. Hey, can somebody turn that down a little bit? though? I'll turn those mics down. I want to thank that I uh, for being in here. Metalhead was hilarious, and we talked about a lot of things, including butts and also poo. So it's cool. Butts and poo were both covered in Tonight's Show, and I feel like we were rectally uh, rectified. New York Knicks got a good team here. I just want to talk a little New York Knicks for everybody out there because you know what? New York Knicks basketball is like, that shows love and devotion. They're the, the most valuable franchise out there, right? There's not one basketball team that's worth more than the New York Knicks. Same time, they haven't been in, they've won one series in the last 20 years. One playoff game or series in the last 20 years. And the Mecca basketball, Madison Square Garden. And the aftermath, the afterglow of the eyesores. Giving me fucking uh, an erection, basically, for like the next 100 years, because they were so great the metalhead he has a love for playing we had fun we jammed it was kind of cool god damn if i uh, you know what to think, really think about is uh, short leashes you know i just hate them i hate all leashes but especially short ones i just plugged it back in but i hate all leashes unchained nothing stays the same i want to also promote the show with eyes like ice androgynous toys and a band. I guess they're gonna call it. Call so. Subject Zero. It's a guy, from a friend of mine, Jeff Sin, and uh, he's a girlfriend. I made his wife at this point. If he hasn't eaten her yet. God, oh, Jeff Sin, he's crazy. Metalhead knows Jeff Sin. They probably smoke shit together, I'm sure. At least once. Yes, totally. Jeff Sin is a crazy man. Cameron had way more fun with the Metalhead than Ron Greco. I gotta say, Ronnie out there, if you're listening, he had more fun tonight. I just wanna say, Metalhead Metalhead is more fun than you. I just say, I don't know. <laughs> he talks about butts more. You just talk about your penis, Ron. You just keep going, You'll never find another penis like mine. So, Ron, if you're still listening, uh, I, I'm, I've been waiting to find another penis like yours but I haven't found one so I feel like I'm still looking I'm still looking I'm willing to suck a million dicks to get to that one dick that's like yours Ron Greco I we got that out of the way you know uh, I want to talk about um, politics because <laughs> After the I suppose I got to get serious and say this guy Kavanaugh right what's up with him like he fucks a couple of girls and all of a he's like hey no, no Republicans are like hey no that dude over there who raped the girls he's still cool We still, we still like women who rape girls Okay, no, guys. We're spiky, I oh, know what we're talking about. Ronaldo, Ronaldo, the stun dog. Who these guys? They can't even enjoy the after show, the afterglow. And I am. I'm enjoying it. Just being here, still in San Francisco for for a while. We'll see how it goes. You know, I really say it's just crazy right now. It's crazy. Just think you got to go here. Like it's changing even now. They're still building more hives for the fucking worker bees, the vanilla worker bees the soulless sexless cyborgs oh you no know, it's so crazy you're out there sometimes in there and everybody's like oh yeah we see you're not perfect it's okay we're perfect we're perfect in every way i'm glad i'm glad they feel perfect so uh, what else are we are talking about? Mm, Kavanaugh. Nobody cares about Kavanaugh. You know, no second. Like, I seen Lady Gaga was talking about it, which was really weird because she's all spooked by her time in. Uh, oh, I'm not. I shouldn't even go there. I'm not going to even talk about that. No. We're not going to talk about reptilians. We're not going to talk about. Oh, let's go ahead and talk about reptilians. You know, I think metalheads are reptilian. I just saw that in his eyes. It did that funny thing that when you watched the videos about reptilians, like his eyes went reptilian, it was fucking weird. God I should not have smoked up uh, fucking banana peels today that was that was a bad idea. I started smoking banana peels, and I never looked back. So, um, you know, uh, I guess I want to play some music. It's like, these guys are gabbing. It's like being at a party and like and just not being not drinking, kind of like when you're in that NA phase where movie night sounds like a good time, you know? Movie night! <laughs> wow, that's... What are you going to watch today? Oh, we're watching Disney! Disney, really? Oh, God. Which one? Little Mermaid? Yeah, okay. I don't know if it's that, that The last unicorn. you ever feel like the last unicorn? Anybody out there? The number over here is 415-550-0511. If you're the last unicorn of any kind, because you know we're kind of all going towards extinction, really. The planet's not going to be habitable in in less than 100 years. There's people say that that most of that planet will be too hot to live on. That's just all. Who knows? Who knows? But there's been so much damage that's done to it in the last 100 years. Uh, That maybe the the 100 years before that was set the table for it, but it was still kind of organic, and then it got into these kind of this chemical thing with like. Then there's like. You know, radioactive waste. Things that were never really I mean the radioactive it was in the ground. I guess the uranium was fine when it, but the waste is terrible, it's very toxic. I don't know how that works. If anybody knows how nuclear energy works, let me know. They're just kinda like I'm just been curious about I wanna know exactly where the satellite is. You know, there's some satellite above us with like for all these transmissions, right? And I was thinking about it. Does it just float up there? Does it just going like I'm a satellite, I'm just floating, I'm treading water up here in the sky forever. Like, how does the satellite just stay up there? Is it just kind of floating along, do they have to refuel it? What's up with satellites? Right, and how many are there? Is there like one satellite for the whole world, or is there like millions of satellites up there that are transmitting each and every conversation that we all have, along with every single thing that you ever do online because they got a digital record of it, right? So everybody's been doing time in their conversations, talking about how they feel about their moms, uh, talking about their arguments with their government. They're even, like, cheating. Different things go on, right? People say each other uh, stuff. And you go, like, well, what, what is that all going to mean in 100 years, all these digital files? Because they're, like, they could either just disappear in a second in some, like, blink of an eye, like, just cyber meltdown that just all the information's gone. Everything that you had out there, if you don't save it on a hard drive, phew, there's no telling where it's going to go. It all could go in an instant. Or it could be there for a million, next, at least the next thousand years. I mean, on the planet, a 100 degrees hotter than it is today, mostly inhabitable. I think computers are going to come and go. I mean, already kind of feel how it's just like, not that it's like it's not going to be a part of people's lives, but, you know, it's kind of such a new thing. I think people just, like, ran with the humanity. It's a short period of time that really computers have been in everybody's uh, lives like they are today. Like, before, people had to, like, go to clubs and go out to a club to actually meet people. Now people just go on dating things and there's no pheromones. It's kind of like, oh, you like uh, rockabilly too? That's great. Let's go out. Oh, I like, uh, you know, it's like the pina colada song only with like a million other uh, captions under it. People, so I know I have friends who have met their wives and had kids, you know, off of dating lines and stuff. So that's like, it's, it's real. Like, why not? I like shopping online. People don't even want to see something. Like if I don't see, feel, taste and touch any product, I don't want it, you know. what I don't. I don't. I've tried to shop online. It's been. It's been a hit and miss. Like everybody, right? You try to buy clothes online. It's crazy. You're like, oh, this fits. No, it doesn't. You don't ever go to the store, and then that's the stuff kind of half fits or fits. And you know, you got to go check that shit out, right? Absolutely. Your Dropbox is full. No, it is not. I'm not even signed into Dropbox. Don't you be telling me, computer. So you know, and there's like this AI thing. People are talking about it, right? Of course. And you say, well, these things can compute information like 100 a, a or a 1,000 times faster than we can. Every second, is, they're, they're going faster than us. So what's, that, what's the end result? I mean, and, and so then we're kind of up in that. I don't know. I think what's the, we all still can just, no, I'm just bullshitting. When you guys are closing your shit down, I can still talk. You know, why do people get married? I want to know. Anybody out there is married, give me, write me a letter and tell me why you think you got married and how, how it's worked out. Oh, I'm also talking about Jello shots tonight. Jello shots are delicious. Barbara loves Jello shots. I make Jello shots with uh, Jello and shots, alcohol. Jello shots? Yeah, don't we do them all the time? Ronaldo, Ronaldo, the stunned dog, looking for blow as always. You know, looking for blow in all the wrong places. Looking for sitting on them faces. What? Barb's not. Barb, talk a little bit. She's got a bumblebee on her back And spider legs on her web She, she eats bumblebee tuna What a bit Hey Barb, no, come on, talk to me Talk to me, talk to me Why are you guys all like P-shy sh- of the radio Pack that shit up, boys Pack it up, pack that fudge Barb, fuck you, man You should be plugging on the radio with me Let's talk about labia and shit, come on Let's do, let's do a labia conversation we called our love a labia, labia. Okay, forget it. You know, I'm not even drunk. Think what would happen if I had like five shots of whiskey on top of this. Euphoric high I got from hanging out with Metalhead. The pheromones were flying and swinging. It was like, it was like, hey, were you guys feeling that? Were you guys feeling kind of turned on while Metalhead was singing? No, they weren't. They don't care. Nobody feels turned on anymore. It's terrible okay you know it's like screaming into a void it's kind of like uh, fucking on a waterbed it's kind of like having sex with your parents having sex with your parents. you ever heard that Lou Reed song having sex with your parents it's pretty cool anybody out there's had sex with their parents the number over here is four or five or five, <laughs> five. we talked about like Siamese twins right I mean you see my my shtick about that that's hilarious Okay, I'm going to go. You know, I just wanted you guys to know I care because like, I'm giving of myself. Like, I could just sit here and just go, oh, we've got another song over here by uh, Alien Sex Fiend. It's called, I don't know any of their songs, but that's cool, right? Albert just was uh, rearranging the furniture. That was cool. <laughs> that's right. Sometimes you got to go, out, rearranging the furniture. That's what I say on the East Coast. What I say out here when you do that, you just kind of turn around and go to the bathroom before you do it usually, right? Hey, uh, Owen's set was great over there at the Cat Club last night. There was a good, good crew. Everybody's dancing their asses off. It was nice, and they had chocolate cake. You know, like some, but was too high to eat it. It was kind of just, like weird. Was, like, they were looking at the cake and. Everybody's was like, I thought they were on, like, everybody's on acid last night. It was crazy. I, you know, they were walking by, and they were, like, dancing a lot. And I was, like, I just smoking weed, you know, just did this thing. We played Eyes Like Ice again. So I was emotionally feeling, like, mixed. Not really, like, there he was, and he was dan- where we hung out for the first time. And there, everybody's dancing. And I was, like, kind of just really stoned, you know. I smoked, I was looking at it. I was, like, it was hilarious. It was kind of like I was looking at them, but I was, like, in a movie watching, like, it just go by and they were all like, I saw them they go, I love this song. And you can tell they were like, just eating out or something. You know, they were just like, they were feeling it. Like they were just eating like potato chips and they're like, I can taste every grain of salt. Was like, okay, Albert doesn't care anymore. He said, Roxy, can you clap this up? I'm hungry. I want a pupusa. <laughs> this is brought to you by Roxy Rollins Pocket Pupusa. <laughs> What's a pocket pupusa anyway? Okay. I'm going to take my pills now. I'm going to take meds because I'm kind of crazy. You know, I've been a little uh, suicidal. You know? I've been contemplating suicide, but suicide is not my style. You remember know boy's next door? You remember them? Albert, oh, don't be squirting that. Don't be squir- He's a squirter. Hey, punch something up for me. Get nighttime playlist, and i will shut the fuck up. When Albert punches that up, he will have the thing he's always wanted in his life. Me to shut up. And uh, more of music. No, you know, you know what the password is over here, right? You don't know it? No. Punch it up. Punch it up. Punch it. Up. Oh, come on, punch it up. You can it, figure it out. No, that's not it, no. no. See see this right here? Do it all in lowercase. All that in lowercase. Lowercase I just did. I just smoked some free bass, sure. and it was awesome. So, drop that and uh, kind of just drop that and put it on a nighttime playlist. There we go. Just hit play.
4: I don't know, emotionally and physically prepared. Okay, good. It yeah, should
0: and, be playing. I
5: don't I know what's I'm going on. for saying this. No, it isn't. I, mean, no I don't hear shit. Oh, yeah, but I'm not plugged in. Not okay. Smoke marijuana. Hey,
0: so uh, thanks for listening to the Vampire
4: Radio and yeah. I guess Butthole
5: is. edition. Dating marijuana is good for you, That's so you know it's kind of helping your temple. It's not uh, destroying it. Unless you talk about like, current carcinogens We're and safe. all that. Then We're In safe. that case, you do like a vape pen oh, or edibles. But, yeah, there's nothing talking.
0: Everybody squawking. You know, we had a great time today. was like one of those... I grew up in the Baptist One of those long,
5: hard horse
0: fucks. You're when you're so drunk, you can't come. You are Baptist. Robert, you ever been there? Isn't that awesome? Yeah, you, just sound like, you feel like a superman because you're fucking for an hour and a half and your what pussy's I getting sore really and she's like looking at you like, what's wrong with you? you already yeah, like, like I I'm just like, stop.
4: Platonic <laughs>
0: but you know, you feel like a, you got to be a man, so you still got to come. Yeah, so you're a Baptist. You know, so you're kind of like, no, baby, I, I love you. I'm like, you start thinking about your third grade teacher or something. You're like, oh my God, why is this happening? Oh! And she's hot. You know, you just like, you didn't know why you thought she was hot. And then you realize she wasn't wearing panties ever. <sighs> Those were the days. Okay. We're gonna sing the theme from uh, all in the family now. You to, do we have any beers left? Yeah there's they say Broxy will get a beer if you get off the air. Okay I wanna thank you guys for listening. Mutiny Radio, thank you for uh supporting the Vampire Radio with me and Albert. It's been a fun ride. We're gonna continue one way or another. Maybe we can. We do it. Oh, thank you. You know, like maybe we could do it like where we can do um, on-location stuff, and we can go to some shows and just do it like whatever night of the week it is. We can still be able to bring you guys either a YouTube channel, something, or they might be having a nighttime show. I don't know what's happening. We're gonna shut it down. Nighttime. Let's fire this stuff up. We'll roll this up again. And they're at war with. See, they're just talking about war. And
5: so, Rossie Roller was so much cooler than this. Uh, I know you're we, thinking that. We but, can call uh, them English on their armor. I love you guys. Thanks for battle, listening. They would ride on their armor fornicate and defecate huh. was basically meant that they were going to rape your women and crap all over your land right? right sure sure so in retaliation the other tribe wrote on their armor the same thing but in their language fucka and shitta huh right and so needless to say the English tribe won and so that became uh, the other tribe became the forbidden language you weren't supposed to speak that language yeah and so when you talk about like our you know Baptist conservative Baptists, yeah technically you know they they don't cuss a lot of christians don't cuss quote-unquote cuss uh but that, that's just a misconception of what you know profanity is right, right? that's just the forbidden language well, so if i'm it ta- makes sense. so fast forward so if i if i'm talking to someone and i know socially it's not acceptable to use those words then i'm not all you know automatically going to use them because i know i might be pro, uh be profaning them right? right um however if i'm in a conversation and someone's dropping an f-bomb sh-bomb then that gives me free range to do it as well because i know it's not going to offend them
4: right and there's also a a cultural context when I hear people when I'm on the bus and somebody has hip hop music on that has very bad words in it Mm. I don't say anything unless there's children and Mm. if there's kids I kind of put like the moral kibosh on it I'm like can you put your headphones on there's kids yeah like just because
5: well, that's I don't swear in, in f-
4: general. I shouldn't be playing music. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't swear in front of children because I don't think it's appropriate. I feel like uh, these are words that we get to use when we're adults because we understand the language and we know how to use them yeah. and we know context. And so I don't want to do them in front of children. Yep. So that's the only reason. So it's, it's moral. It's more like an, I don't know, an integritous ethical stance on swear, but I swear. Oh my God. Yeah. Like yeah, I do stand up, so I'm yeah. constantly swearing yeah. and talking about profane and ridiculous ideas. Off
5: top, yeah. yeah. And when I first started doing, com- I've been doing comedy for about seven, eight years now. Oh so wow! When I first started doing it, I was not a minister, so I, you know, my comedy is a little more raunchy. And then when I came and became a minister, it's like, well, okay, I should clean probably clean this up, you know, clean up my acts, and sure. it was a very difficult thing to do, to you know, not use profanity and not, you know, not not go off the cuff with cuss words and even just the subject matters, you know, having to change subject.
4: Matter. Well when you write sermons, you write a whole sermon every week, right? You write an hour or half hour long speech. For the most part, I either either
5: I write it manuscript or I just write notes.
4: Because you you've got a captive audience. You can if you can write clean material, you can do a thirty minute set every Sunday. That's ba- great. <laughs> Basically for, twice for two different two different shows, thirty it's minute like sets. That, yeah. I mean, come on, that's great.
5: It's kinda like that's that. That's super yeah. cool. I mean, but it has to come from the word, but yeah, I mean yeah, but I, you I can I throw jokes in there
4: I have tons of jokes about feminism in the Bible, Yeah. Ruth and Esther. Let me hear one. Okay, um, <laughs> so you obviously know the Book of Ruth, so I don't have to. Th- there's there's two books in the Bible that are specifically named after women, and so right. I figure Ruth as a feminist, yeah. I should, you know, do a little study into those. So what I learned um, from the Book of Esther mm-hmm. is that um, what you have to do as a woman is have a hot rack and not look Jewy. So <laughs> her name was Hadassah. Uh-oh. They're like, oh, girl, you got to cut that. Out, you got to Your name is not Hadassah. Your name is Esther. They s- basically put her in with the concubines of the king after he, he he kicks out his queen Vashti because she won't dance around naked in front of his drunk buddies. And then he's like, "I'm gonna get another hot bitch up in my crib." And then he's like, "You know, change your name. Don't be Hadassah. Be Esther." And then she saves the entire Jewish people. How? She good at puzzles? Is she like? She's an incredible vocalist. She's an amazing musician. No, she has a hot rack and. Doesn't look Jewy. That's basically <laughs> what I learned from the Book of Esther. Thank you, God. Nice, I know exactly <laughs> what to do with. I know exactly what I should do as a feminist. That's um, awesome. Thank you. See, that you get cool. it because oh, you yeah. read the you've read the book. So yeah. when I do that joke, if people don't have any biblical knowledge, they just yeah. look at me blankly. They're like, "We don't care. We don't get it. We have no context yeah. for what you're talking about."
5: I wish I had that joke uh, before I was a minister. I did a um, <laughs> I did a fashion show. Uh, I did a um, I did a private show <laughs> and I did about 15 minute set um, and I actually had dinner rolls thrown at me at this <laughs> church event, you know what I mean? And I, I made the joke, uh, let he who was without sin throw the first dinner roll and, and like they just came flying. I didn't know who threw them. It was, it was an interesting moment <laughs> because I'm like, hilarious. you guys are Christian. What are you doing throwing <laughs> dinner rolls at me? If you don't like my comedy, that's one thing, but don't, don't, you know, that, that was Wow. I, I guess maybe I offended them in some kind of way. So Actually, I was a minister at that time.
4: (laughs) This is a thing that, this is a strange biblical question about, um, Jesus gets big on people about calling someone fool. So it's kind of like that.
5: Just like Proverbs too. It's
4: like, that's the super, is that like the judgiest thing you can do is to call someone else a fool or a foolish. And I'm thinking though, as comedians, Aren't we playing the role of the fool, or is that linguistically different? The fool that he's talking about is not like the Shakespearean fool. Right, right. Which, like, so is it, which, con- like, what did he mean by. Right. And why did he take such a like, great offense about calling your, like, it was in the Beatitudes, like, don't ever call anyone a fool. It's the worst thing you can do.
5: Yeah, you know, Beatitudes, cool.
4: And I'm like, really?
5: Yeah, um well, first off, you know, uh, it, it, people get a lot in trouble a lot with scripture because the danger is, is that the King James Version or any of these other versions, they're translations. Sure. right So as a minister, what I usually have to do when I'm getting into a scripture is I have to translate it back to the original language right because depending on where you are if you're talking about jesus then that's the new testament so it was written in uh Arama- aramaic, uh, aramaic yeah. and hebrew and so depending on you know what scripture it is you have to translate it back so that scripture i probably have to translate it back to hebrew just to see what word fool because he might be it might be two different types of fools sure right um and so uh, that's number one number two is um uh, rem- you remember that, you know, we have the Old Testament, the New Testament. At the beginning, God made Adam and Eve and he made them in his image. Right. So uh, when he made him in his image, <clears throat> basically, he made them perfect. Sure. Or at least as perfect as he could uh, in the physical form. And so our our goal as human beings were always to be a, ref- a, f- a reflection of God and his image and almost the perfect being that he is so when you who when when you're live up to that exactly so when you're foolish <laughs> then you're not being you're not on the high wisdom of god so when so when jesus brings up I'm not hundred percent sure as I haven't studied the scripture, but when he talks about the fool, he's probably talking about the fool in Proverbs because Jesus references the old Testament a lot. Right. So he's probably talking about the fool in Proverbs when the fool in Proverbs, it's always, it's always the difference between wisdom, which comes from God and foolishness, which uh, is not, not just that you don't have wisdom, but you don't have knowledge either.
4: Right. Well, and it's, it, there's a, a, a carelessness of thought. It's that it's, Being it's foolishness is almost impulsivity because if you were going to think about things, so it's almost like he's warning us against being
5: yeah, uh, think before you speak, think before you do, but not even just that, think and then also pray to God for the wisdom so that you can think clearly.
4: But isn't that just an argument for like meditation? So that's the thing if you're praying, like. Because when I was little, I literally believed that, like, Jesus, 33-year-old Jesus, with his little stigmata, right. is sitting next to me on my bed, <laughs> petting my head, and I'm like, oh, the girls don't like me. And he's like, it's okay. You, it's, everything's cool. And I'm like, but I don't know why everybody doesn't like me. And he's like, yeah. if you could just shut up a little bit, people might like you a little bit more. But Jesus, I don't, He's like, nobody likes to know it all, Pam. Come on. You know. But it, it's, and the question is, as a child, was I truly, but... In my belief, that was there. like, Yeah. And, but that's not... That's almost like when I was a child, I thought like a child, and now I'm a man, and I've put childish ways behind me. Off and top. it's like, so does Jesus... I mean, that's so weird for me, because it was like, I think I was little, and I believed that that was real, and now I'm an adult, and I'm like, when we die, we're fucking dead. <laughs> like, that's it. There's right. no... There's no... Twelve mansions in the sky. <laughs> There's no riches piling up for me. Right, it's right. kind of all here.
5: Yeah, well when I first uh before I became a minister, for about three years I was really deep into the word and trying to like really uh get right. Well not to say get right, just I was curious enough to really study it, right? And so that's kinda why I prefaced at the very beginning that, you know, the the word doesn't matter. It's the idea behind the word, right? So, you know, to me. I'm praying to God, but to someone else they're meditating to, to get nirvana. But I mean, or someone is speaking something into existence as well. Right. You talk about the law of attraction, right? Sure. So sure. if you, if you say, I want this to happen and you, you think about it in a positive way, the law of attraction says that it'll come your way right now. You can make those parallels. Is that just the universe, you know, giving you what you asked for because you were thinking about it or, or, and, and saying it? Because the law of attraction says you actually have to say it too. Sure. It's the same as, as prayers. It's pretty much uh, in the, the same
4: realm. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah.
4: Well, and th- the other thing is that, like, when you're negative and in a bad mood people don't like you and so you probably aren't gonna get what you want like the nicer and better and hey Jesus turn the other cheek yeah instead of picking up a stick (laughs) or a gun you can like empathize and, and be calm because nobody can force any reactions out of you. Yeah. It's how we react to the situation and yeah. putting wisdom into your reactions. I think that's where... Yeah. Cause otherwise, because if we're just being reactionary all the time, yeah, then, then what then would. yeah
5: <laughs> you have to respond not react you know because re- reaction is at the very minimum level of physics right and we're a little bit above physics because we're sure. able to study physics right un- unlike the trees who just adhere to physics and they can't do anything about it right <laughs>
4: yeah you don't you don't uh
5: yeah they can't study physics you don't feel just... the wind
4: you f- you hear the tree yeah <laughs> um there's this is a so how old are you are you 33 you're a little older I'm just curious uh
5: yeah I'm in my uh 30s
4: oh yeah because uh, Jesus did all his ministry in his 33rd year and I think that's very interesting and specifically that it was just this one year oh, crap. and it's yeah. 33 is this great kind of thing so I, my boyfriend just turned 33 and I wanted to have because he's also very religious uh, and I wanted <laughs> so to he's have
5: religious which you're not no no he was oh, he's he also now
4: he's like he's super into punk rock and he's like fuck God.
5: punk rock uh, is dope. yeah
4: I love but, punk um, rock. so at first 33rd birthday I wanted wanted to have a party and he's like I don't want a party so I was like fuck but I I came up with the ideas for it it was going to be all Jesus Jesus themed so I was going to make one called Pearls Before Swine and they were going to be little pearl onions wrapped in bacon and then like with some herbs. So like with, um, or okay. so like I take like a rosemary and stick it through the pearl onion and then roast it and then put some bacon around it. And so that would be one pearls before swine. Okay. And I wanted to make, I wanted them all to be biblically themed. So I wanted to do five loaves, two fish. And so I'd wanted to do two <laughs> fish in a salt crust where you take the whole fish and you put it in the salt crust and then you make it look like a fish on the outside and you crack it open <laughs> and have like, and bake a bunch of fresh bread, like five loaves. I just thought it would be really cute, right? To have like a Jesus themed Thirty-third birthday party food thing and he was like that's really darling but we don't have that many friends and nobody will get it was, they'll be like why are you and for a week i was like she trying to come me. up like, yeah, yeah. Like jesus lean food it's really funny because of all the parables it's like yeah. the seeds in the Don't you know the seeds in the in the in the uh, rocky path? You you plant your seeds. You don't just—it's the same thing. He talks a lot about restraint. You don't just throw your seeds willy nilly wherever and go. Oh, I hope something grows. Yeah. You have to take the seed, nurture the seed, maybe even germinate it first. You gotta nurture the soil. You gotta build your little do the whole thing. Plant it. Put on the fertilizer. Throw on rocks. Yeah. Don't. Why would you? (laughs) Why would you have expectations of anything? I, I really love the parables because I love allegories and I think any fables being told as like, I feel like that's, what's wrong with kids these days is we're not teaching them moralistic anything. It's like Disney is teaching them morals, which is terrible. We don't want, why are we giving Disney all the power over shaping our children where it's like but the parables and allegories, it's great stuff, you know, like the, you know, don't and build I, your house in a sandy land. Don't yeah. build it too near the shore.
5: And that's what, and the, that's one of the reasons why Jesus spoke in parables because it, it helped people unlock their minds. You know, um, metaphors and all that. The, just the beauty of, of linguistics. That's what I, I really love. Uh, actually I teach <laughs> I teach a public speaking class and a writing class, um, like five or six hours a week. And cool. Yeah, I, I try to let them know about similes and all that stuff. And it's it's interesting to see how kids, you know, they somewhere in their brain they get it right but they they can't put it into words what they understand or what they get right and so you know you bringing that up is is that makes a lot of sense and and it, even just you know i'll have kids do you have kids no okay well i hopefully you know i don't know one day i'll have kids or maybe not i don't really care at this point but uh you know um yeah, so kids like um one one thing that I, I want to do is I I don't want them to be in the school system because I, I just I feel like yeah, yeah like it's a, it's a babysitting system, yeah, right? Absolutely. That's kind of where it came from when when the industrial revolution hit, all of a sudden now people were going to work uh, 9 to 5 whereas prior to that people owned a farm or they owned a business right. and they just worked whenever, you know. Um and so when they were in the factory from 9 to 5 couldn't leave the kids needed something to do, so that's where K to, K through 12 came about. Wow. And so I've been teaching you know, I I've been teaching for about six or seven years as well. And when I first, the first time I started teaching, I was like, why are we teaching these, these kids, these outdated things, Right. you know, it really, we're
4: teaching to the test, which yeah. is so dumb when no child not left comprehending behind anything. No, they're not. Cause they're not, there's no critical thought. I, no. I thought that George Bush's, I was, a, I was a credentialed school teacher from 97 to 2001. Right. And I got out because I saw what No Child Left Behind was bringing in. Oh, And really? that was taking away critical thought. Everything went from. Test taking, it, huh? it went to test taking. Wow. And fill in the blank and, and fill in the simile. This is to this, is this, is to this, you know, wow. that kind of stuff, as opposed to reading a story and. considering the themes and applying those themes to your own life or like all of that was just gone creative writing gone
5: yeah i graduated 04 so i probably saw the the tail end of that but um yeah when i was um yeah when i was in high school i I went to a pretty cool high school so uh, shout out to james logan in union city um very it's a a college preparatory school so they still made us do that and I, i had a really hard time like i was telling my kids the other day like i had a hard time understanding in English just because I was a mathematical thinker and everything huh. you just said about like um, analyzing themes it just didn't make any sense to me because in math there's always one answer
3: right but when
5: there's when you're reading a book there might be multiple themes and I right. couldn't grasp the concept of there being more than one theme sure but it really helped me o- when I figured it out in college really uh, my mind just opened up right and just I started I started seeing things from different perspectives
4: exactly I think that the only thing that's going to Save the world right now is uh, fiction stories literature is good literature written about people who writes good literature. Well, I, I think that Stephen <laughs> I think I think that Stephen King is going to be known as as one of the literary greats one day because his short stories are really incredible. But
3: yeah.
4: when you are writing in even a first person narrative and it's. Somewhat like Stephen King can write from a woman's perspective and he does it amazingly. He can write from like a racist's perspective and mm. it's totally great. You can he can write from a misogynist perspective. He can write from a crazy person's perspective. Yeah, he wrote a lot of books. He's written oh my god, he's written like crazy so many novels. And then all the short stories and everything. He's it's just it's mind blowing. But I think that's what can save the reason that we don't, people don't why can't we just all get along mm-hmm. is that we are unable to empathize with one another. And right. one of the ways that we can teach empathy is through fiction. Off top, because when people are reading a story, mm-hmm. you get that intimate, like you're the character. Right, right, right. It's right. your brain, or you're that you know, like you're there as you, but you're also there as what the author wants you to do.
5: Oh well, frig, it's, it's also it's a dangerous uh, situation now because I don't know if you heard, but like kids have they just have like iPads and laptops. In school now, so now they're they, they're still reading, but they're reading pix- pixels, Oof. right? So what happens is with your brain is that you know you have two hemispheres of your brain. The pixels only activate one side of your brain, Ooh. right? Whereas when you read when you read actual print, there's actual ink, right? And so right. your brain is picking up not only uh, not only just the words, but the calligraphy of the words, sure the and, font, and yeah the actual font. And so you use both hemispheres of your brain, sure. Well, because so it's,
4: it's a pic- It's it's either a letter is one symbol that is a picture. It's a picture symbol. And when you're reading it on a screen, it's a hundred tiny little blips of light that become... A, a letter yeah. it's like instead of one image it's multiple images being one image it's yeah. pretty mind blowing
5: yeah it is mind blowing and, and that's and that's one of the reasons why I think kids don't want to read anymore they're kind of gravitating towards doing uh, looking at video or looking right. at film
4: Ugh. Uh, and it, it's, just, it's it's vapid consumption of images See, that's the problem yeah. I have is that
5: but they're smart as hell
4: I know but they need but, but we can teach them at, when they make pictures in their own head that's only going to make them smarter Right. like the idea that TV and movies and visual images, or what they kind of gravitate towards, it's because mm-hmm. it's easy. Mm-hmm. Because when you read a book, you have to take those little symbols and you have to put those symbols into words, and then you have right. to think, "Oh, what does that word mean in which language, and what does that?" Mean? And then you put them in sentences, and then they create pictures in your head. Yeah. There's a lot of higher order fucking thinking going on in yeah, you reading, yeah. you know. And so that we're we're losing that, yeah. and that's scary. And then we wonder why kids don't care. We wonder why we have a president who watches TV all day and doesn't read books and doesn't actually study, or, <laughs> because why would Cause I already know everything. We don't. There's so.
5: So you're not a Trump supporter.
4: Oh God. Well, how cu- how could I be? How could anybody <laughs> in California be? <laughs> are, are you? Um,
5: I like to think of myself as a Trump empathizer. Uh, empathize. Yeah, not tr- I'm not a 100 a Trump supporter, but I do empathize with with him.
4: But he's he's an egotistical maniac. He's out of control.
5: Most guys are, you know. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I. But
4: Obama wasn't. He was so humble. And Obama was an actor. He was the
5: he was the best actor we've ever had as you president. think so? He should have got an Oscar. But he's but he was a, he's a
4: constitutional <laughs> lawyer.
5: Yeah, lawyers are actors, right? Yeah, like, but I I,
4: I believe. <laughs> I believed him. I believed everything he said. I believe his wife, I, did too. I believe his children. I,
5: I did too, I, I, and you know, I voted for him the first time just to say that I voted. So first, first of all, I don't actually believe in democracy. So what do you mean? I don't believe democracy, I don't believe democracy. You know, I, going back to Plato, Plato said democracy can never work.
4: Because we're as, we are as people are too stupid.
5: Yeah, because dumb people are gonna vote for dumb people.
4: So, right. you know. The, he, right, because it's actually, a popularity contest because democracy yeah. is a popularity contest.
5: At the end of the day, yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be for the people, but but, I mean, psh. so right. what do you
4: want an aristocracy? Do you want to, do you want to, do you want to get back to Kings and Queens or
5: no, 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 So Plato actually mapped out this government that has never been implemented. Oh. Um, and the reason it can't be implemented, cause it kind of probably needs to start at the very beginning of time, I think. <laughs> so, um, so though, so he basically said the perfect city state or perfect government um, is the same as a perfect human being, right? So a perfect human being needs to have his rational, So, rational, righteous mind controlling the irrational spirit. Which controls the weak body.
4: Ah, uh, okay.
5: Okay. So he said, as a city state needs to be the same way. We need to have the, not just the smartest, but righteous as well. You have to be righteous, as in but righteous and just. Who decides that's,
4: who's right? Because that's, that's the hard part. Because when the righteous people are usually self righteous and we're like, fuck yeah. you. And then they're hypocritical as fuck.
5: And the righteous ones, you don't even know that they, they exist because they're so humble. Right. <laughs> exactly.
4: Because they have quiet integrity and yeah. they don't sh- sh- wave it up in the air and go look at me look at look at i just tipped twenty dollars or you know like what i just gave like jesus in the church or whatever. i i just gave a hundred dollars to the church it's like give give quietly give up your heart (laughs) don't don't give seeking reward but now it feels like people only give seeking reward yeah like yeah so ah, but then yeah how do you measure righteousness
5: I, that's that's the harper that's probably why the government has never been implemented because how do you who you, it has to start at the beginning of time right so who how do we change the our government to that government i, I thought it'd be a very difficult process but to finish just so the the uh so the righteous uh rational thinkers need to control the irrational army which controls the masses of people who really deep down in their heart just want to be told what to do which is like 90 percent of the population
4: Oh, yeah. see, but I never want to be told what to do.
5: I hate so that. So you're probably part of the 10% that doesn't, you know,
4: that's, that's in
5: charge. So, yeah, The Righteous and rational. Yeah. You're technically, I mean, but look, I was a, no. but
4: I'm a woman. So at the time he was only talking about men because yes. women didn't even have, we weren't even people.
5: Yeah. yeah. Technically. Yeah. And then his protege Aristotle said that you're not a perfect, he went a step further and said, you have to be, you have to be a man to be a perfect human being. You actually have to be a man. You have to be tall. You have to be rich. I think that was, and you have to be um, <laughs> attractive.
4: But rich in spirit is different than, than actual money. How how important is money to you? Because that's a random question, but how it goes to people. How
5: important is money to yeah. me? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I don't. I don't really like money. I don't People really on a it. scale
4: from like, it's just little pieces of paper that float through my hands. And you're just like blah, blah, to like, I save and I'm totally saving up for this. Or <laughs> I've got like, you know, like every penny I'm accounting and <laughs> I, my checkbook is always balanced.
5: <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> a little bit. So a little bit history to me. So I went to school for economics and accounting. What? Yeah. <laughs> um, and, but I always had theater in my heart. Right. So I did theater on the side, you know, and I ate, a lot of my units doing theater which i shouldn't have done but i enjoyed it and then once school was over to keep my acting chops going i started doing comedy and then i started getting a fan base and i said oh well i'll just keep doing this thing but uh, so my day job what i do during the day um is i am a financial broker so Whoa. <laughs> yeah mind-blowing i do so but, many but things y- right?
4: being a minister isn't a day job
5: no that's a life job <laughs> that's that's yeah people call me in the middle of the night to go pray for their their sick aunt who's in the hospital Whoa! so you know that's an that's all that's 24/7 thats yeah, but stop. you
4: but it doesn't pay you enough that you can just be a minister no nah. <gasps> that is so sad that you've dedicated your life
1: I'm sure Some call me Tim, Pam, show. Maybe it was all the cast. But I gotta test these microphones. Pam will return in a
3: minute. And none of these microphones are working. Great!
1: Walk back there. That's that one. That How's that sound? Fucking amazing. I love that. That's really loud. How's that? Perfect. Ooh, love that. Hello, there we go. Fucking perfect. I love that. Got one and two on the sides, four in the middle. Fucking amazing. All right, back to Pam.
4: And when you say values and these kinds of things, they should be esoteric. They should be, uh, they should be part of your, we don't believe in a soul anymore. There should be (laughs) integrity. That's like the the whole thing that's been making me crazy is when little kids are like fake it till you make it. I'm like, no, Uh, learn, practice, do, (laughs) practice, discipline, discipline, (laughs) practice, learn.
5: But look how many people are financially successful from just faking it. I mean, I I mean, I do hip hop and like in the hip hop industry right now, it's like, you don't even have to be a good rapper anymore. You just have to just look like you have a lot of money and look like you you know and and do something that's extreme like dye your hair a rainbow color or something like that and, huh. and then have a crazy social media presence and then you can be a successful rapper nowadays wow. you know it's very is it, yeah, it is what it is you know i
4: no no <laughs> I, I get it, it. i mean way
5: I, but oh back to what you're saying though the bible actually doesn't say money's the root of all evil
4: it doesn't it doesn't who came up with that
5: it actually says, <laughs> the love for money
4: is okay. the okay.
5: So that's that's why the world is where it is, because people are in love with money and not in well, love with themselves or God. They're in love with money.
4: But it's also that people are judging each other based on how much people who don't have enough money aren't people. Right. Like when Trump says that he wants to give everyone on food stamps drug tests. Uh, excuse me? Like, what, what are you... Uh, that everyone on food stamps is going to get now like a box, like a box of food, like so. They, like they're not worth worthy enough I've to make their own a choices. Lot of he's saying lately, but it's like <laughs> it's saying that these these people over here, these poor people, they're not smart enough or good because if they were smart and good at what they did, they'd be rich by now.
5: I don't know if that's what he's saying. I think I,
4: it's that I, I, poor I, I, people aren't people because they can't buy. Because if you're a good American, you're a consumer and you buy, buy, buy. And what mm, makes you a good American yeah. is by buying things and in, in being a part of the economy mm-hmm. and th- our government does not respect esoteric gifts. They do not Mm. appreciate artists.
5: Right. And yeah, artists, artists getting out of the school system now.
4: And now, and now it's saying that hip hop saying, yeah, dye your hair, rainbow colors and say bitch a lot and, and look like you have money. And now you're a hip hop artist. (laughs) You're an artist.
5: Yeah. It's it's, it's very interesting that you say that, but um, yeah, but I, here's what I think Trump was trying to say, because when I first went, so, you know, when I first went to school uh, in college, you know, I came from, you know, um, uh, I went to a high school that was near Oakland in San Leandro. And so I, you know, I, I went to, uh, Logan first three years and my last year, I went to San Leandro. And before that I hung around a lot of people from Hunter's point. Oh, yeah. And so I kind of got turned out in a way where I was like, oh man, F everything. And like my, my whole demeanor changed everything. You know, I just, I was hanging around certain type of people that were just, um, you know, ghetto or a hood or whatever you want to call it. Right. And so uh, I remember when, you know, when I first got my financial aid check, right. Cause uh, it was from the state of California, right. Free money. I went to the mall and bought clothes, right. I know a couple guys who bought Jordans, you know, $200 shoes, you know. Yeah. And so I, which I think what Trump is trying to say is that there are people who do abuse the system. I was one of them. I abused the system. And yeah. I know a lot of people who still abuse the system. People who don't really need food stamps, but still, you know, but take them. Everyone should have access to food. That's true. but I mean, and, what and, he's saying then, the, then food is one thing but if you're giving someone money and then they go use it
4: for drugs yeah that's a problem right
5: then yeah, I that's think that's what he's trying but
4: with, to with food stamps you have to you can only buy food I mean unless you like yeah st- sell them illegally to someone be like I'm gonna take you food shopping
3: but <laughs> Some you people can buy do that, yeah. <laughs> you can buy
4: $30 on my food stamps but give me $20 worth of drugs or yeah. whatever I'm not sure how people work that kind of stuff but I mean I'm on food stamps yeah. and I'd say there's no shame in the game if you're like I'm I'm an artist and I don't get paid a lot of money so
3: yeah,
4: I I, and I feel like I deserve to eat food
5: for real I feel you <laughs> like so <laughs> I feel you so yeah I. so that that's why I go back to the um, you know I'm a I'm a Trump sympathizer I'm not really a Trump supporter mm-hmm. but I am a Trump sympathizer because I I, I I, one, at one point in my life, the, the media ra- ran my name through the mud. Really? Yeah. So there was. You, is- will
4: you talk about that? What happened?
5: <laughs> I don't really like talking about it, oh, but I yeah, I guess uh, you know, I guess it's time.
4: What did you? What, what do you <laughs> mean? It ran they? You got publicly slandered?
5: All right. So here's the story. I guess um, this is my first time really saying this publicly, and so everyone's probably gonna gonna hear this. And yeah, if you Google uh, Juan Rubin, J A W A A N, last name Rubin, R U B I N. By the way, my last name is Rubin, which is a Jewish name for uh, uh, Ruby or Yiddish for Ruby. My first name is Arabic. So I'm actually the peace of the Middle East. Right. right? Cool. Because there will never, ever be an Arabic first name and Jewish last name ever. And my dad didn't know that. But anyway, so if you Google my name, Juwan Rubin. Uh, So what happened was uh, my sophomore year in high school, um, what had happened was is that I... um, I, I was on the basketball team. I was on the freshman basketball team, uh, my freshman year and I was balling out of control. I, I, you know, I, I averaged about 30 points a game and yeah, I was kicking ass. I was, I was all over the place. And then, so my sophomore year, um, there's a little issue. My, my dad didn't like the coach at that time. I don't know. Do you know anything about LaVar ball? No. Okay, never mind. Okay, so anyway, um, <laughs> so my dad didn't follow did, the Warriors. Yeah, my dad didn't uh, like the coach because uh, of something. My brother was there four years before me, and you know he had held on to some of his letters from different colleges because my brother he was um, getting approached by different colleges, and the coach held on to the letters, <gasps> didn't give it to him until like the end of his senior year. By then, it's like oh, too well, late. Yeah, too late, you know. And so my dad was really mad at him, and so I didn't want to go to that school for that purpose. I was sure. like, can we go to can I go to a different school since you don't like them Why would you send me to a school that you don't like the coach whatever. So anyway, my freshman year I'm playing on the freshman team and I'm scoring 30 points a game, you know, doing my thing. And then next year, um, you know, I got I got asked to go to the varsity tryouts and then the first day they sent me to the JV tryouts uh, the next day, right? And so from that, um, so when I told my dad that, you know, he got pissed off. Cause he, got, he
4: wanted you to just be on varsity. Cause yeah, good.
5: Yeah. You should be
4: sophomore. Yeah. You should play. Yeah. Yeah.
5: He got pissed off. It was a lot of politics involved, but he, he got pissed off. And then long story short, he told me, so he told me not to go to the JV tryouts. And I'm like, you know, in my heart, you know, I'm, I'm 15 year old kid. I just want to play. I don't really care where I'm playing. You know, if that's the case, if he doesn't feel I'm good enough, whatever. But I didn't speak up for myself. I was a really quiet kid when I was younger. So I didn't really speak up for myself. Um, Um, I uh, I went to the JV uh, practice and my dad found out and then he got mad and told me to come back so I had to leave uh, within 10 minutes or whatever so he got really pissed. Anyway, so... Two days later, you know, I'm, I'm walking, I'm walking to class at, at school, and you know, everyone's approaching me like, "Hey, you know, what? what your dad uh, sued the school?" Whoa. And I'm like, "What?" Whoa. So, I'm like, "No, I don't think so." So, it was all in the newspaper, um, in the local, the local news, and it, and the the story got so big that it ended up on HBO with uh, Brian Gumble.
3: What? I mean, the
5: story got huge, and then I remember one. This is this is pre Google right then yahoo was still the search engine right wow so my junior year one day uh, my junior year I am um, I'm googling myself just to see what I'm not googling Yahoo myself right. just to see you know you know what's what, what I would see and it's just like 50 articles about that lawsuit right
4: Whoa. and I'm just
5: reading through it and like some of the things some of these uh, journalists were saying were just so untrue wow. just so untrue and but they're trying to sell a story or whatever they're trying to do there's just well, so what untrue. was the
4: story is that you're a stuck you're like you think you're the best player yeah, you've got such an ego that you're like I'm not going to play on JV. Yeah,
5: they're saying, "Oh, let's, this little whiny kid." We're gonna sue
4: them to get you on
5: varsity. Yeah, they thought it was all me. They're they're they blaming me more than than him. And then they're then they're like some some journalists were saying, you know, they were just the way they're describing my dad physically. I was just like, dude, you don't have to say all that, you know? Like, just, I don't know. They were, were you just,
4: pissed at him for doing that?
5: My dad? Yeah, yeah I was pretty pissed. I actually, that's why I, I left the house at 18 and just didn't want to come back. And I ended up coming back, and then I, you know, I started reading in the book bible and how you should honor your mother and father and have forgiveness and so you know that's kind of how our our relationship mended but thank you know praise god for that you know for me you know because now he's 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 on his way out you know he's, he's a lot older so I'm glad we mended and we had a good time before this but anyway um yeah Did you so, get to
4: play basketball
5: yeah so we ended that's why I had to go to San Leandro High to finish out my year but it, you know so that's why I, I empathize with Trump because I I've been in that situation where journalists or reporters are reporting stuff that's not 100% true and they're just trying to like throw your name in the mud or you know and they don't care you know I don't I've never met these people was that was
4: that tough you got really I'm sure you were incredible Popular. Was that scary that like everybody knew who you were, like everywhere?
5: Uh, yeah, it was a little scary, especially in the basketball world, because now it's hard for me to get into college and play for, um, play for coaches, because they're, oh. like, they're like, this oh, I don't want to yeah, touch uh, you, because right. I don't know what's gonna happen, I don't want to get sued and all this.
4: Did so. you did you go out to college on a basketball
5: scholarship? No, I did not. Oh. I did not. so yeah, that kind of derailed a lot of stuff. So was
4: that what you when you, you what you wanted to be when you grew up? You were like, I want to play in the NBA.
5: No, no, actually, my dream was always to play in college. So I oh, eventually okay. I did play in college. So I lived out my dreams. Cool. Actually, at the you know at the age of 30, I've done a lot lot of things that I wanted to do so now I'm as, as a 30 year old now I'm like okay What's the next move? Because I've done a lot sure. of fun, cool stuff in my life, and I've pretty much done everything I wanted to do when I was a kid. Now it's like, okay, what's next? You know, what do I do?
4: Next? But you didn't want to be like Jason Kidd. You didn't. want to No, not Steph really. Curry it didn't
5: no, make sense to me to play 84 games a year.
4: Oh, like, I just thought that was stupid. You're like 12 games cool, 16 yeah. games fine.
5: Yeah. I, I mean, high school is like 28 games. 28 games. College is like 35. Yeah. But like 84 games a year, like. Oh. who in their right mind would do that to their body okay you know? <laughs> yeah your body's a temple you can't pay me enough to like you know be, not be able to walk at 70 you know? sure so, well and it's no the same
4: country. thing with football players with all those traumatic oh, head injuries man. and and it's terrible because yeah. they, I
5: question my mind now because right. I, I hit my head a bunch of times when I was playing basketball before the movie Concussion came out so right. I in, the NC2A sent me something in the mail saying that there's a lawsuit that I'm gonna get paid for for the concussion stuff. So that's cool. Wow. It might be like twenty bucks something like that. There's just so many people who played, but you know, I yeah, I think I questioned some things going on in my mind. I'm like, man, you know, like I I I probably had a bunch of mini concussions just hitting my head on the floor, you know, getting sure. knocked down. Yeah. Crazy. That's why. That's why LeBron James spends a million dollars a year on his body just to keep his body in shape.
4: Well, LeBron, I can't tell you. I I gotta say, I was so happy. On Sunday, I haven't been more happy on a Sunday <laughs> watching the Cavs lose to the Pacers. I mean, it was like a blowout. I'm like, they're up by 19 points. Yeah, <laughs> suck it, LeBron. Oh, oh, was it gonna be your ninth year in the finals? Oh, the ninth year. Blah, blah, blah. I can't wait for this to be. He's been in the finals eight years in a row. Give someone else a chance. Go do some acting, buddy. Remember that movie you were in? Like, go do that. Give someone else a chance.
5: Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, you yeah. still a big
4: basketball fan though? I mean not really, no. Really?
5: No, not really. Mm-mm. So
4: you don't care that much about the Warriors right now?
5: I mean, no, I I'm I'm so happy that the Warriors are doing what they're doing because I I when I was a kid, like you know, Warriors Coliseum down the street. Yeah. You know, and I, I I've been to games where it's just like, oh my god, we're getting killed right now. Yeah, we weren't and so just, great in the Yeah, universe. dude, just well, to watch that crap. And now to see that they're they're killing it, it's like it's, it's an amazing thing to watch. And they yeah. play good basketball too. They Absolutely. Play really good basketball.
4: It, psychic passing is is coming back again which I love the psychic passing what does that mean that's when one of like Clay's looking this way, and then he throws the ball that way, and oh, someone okay, okay, like okay. something. Happy with dolls like, of course I'm right there. Like, something <laughs> happens, like some ninja moves, yeah. and then the psychic passing.
5: They're well old, uh, well oiled machines. Oh, yeah,
4: I love that stuff. Yeah. I love basketball. When I was little, I grew up in, in Danville, so we would come over all the time and see. So you went to
5: games. a mega church in Danville, yeah, California. Yeah, there's mega churches in California. Well, they
4: were like fourth I mean. It was huge. That was, I mean, wow. I didn't even know that existed. There were like 4,000 people in our, uh, does that church still exist? Yeah. CPC community Presbyterian CPC. church.
5: I'll yeah. look it up. That's interesting.
4: Yeah. Uh, and it was Ron Lee Davis was the name of the pastor who just shook me. Cause I was like, it's gross when I was, when I was <laughs> little and I remember going to Sunday school and stuff and. I was always the questioner. I'd be like, but why? But what's the point? And my teachers, would, they, they would get kind of mad at me and be like, you just have to accept it. And I was like, and they kept saying, it's all based on faith, okay? Like, so yeah, you've got to, yes, there is a leap there. There is a question mark that you just have to go, uh-huh, I believe. It's like that book by C.S. Lewis, *Mere Christianity*, and he goes through and he's like building up this big argument, and then the end of every fucking chapter is, "It's faith. You just gotta believe."
5: I know. You know what? I (laughs) I grew up. um, I actually grew up in the uh, in the in the Baptist church, right? So I didn't really believe any of that crap until until after like in college. It took me a while, but I had to go because my parents made me go, so I, I would go, whatever. But that was my argument: is that Every question I ask is because God did it. Like, that's it. Right. Like, can I I get a little bit more? Sure. So it took me, like, studying philosophy to get me all the way back. Because I I think that's what we need to do for children. If you're going to put them in the churches, start them from Plato all the way to now, you know, because Plato came before Jesus Christ. So... Or was it after? I think it was before. I think it was before uh-huh. Jesus Christ. And then he comes, and then you know you have J- the Judea law and all that ever stuff. You know, and, and that's that's the thing about the Jewish law, or the New Testament. i mean, the Old Testament—is that these these are laws. Not the laws aren't there if you don't do these laws. You're not going to heaven. You're going to hell. That's not what the laws are there for.
4: They're to keep a good society. Yeah. Right? yeah. My, my favorite <laughs> Bible so verse. Heaven on earth. Uh, Leviticus twenty twelve. Yeah. One of my favorite Bible verses. If you sleep with your father in law, you should both be stoned. I I love to be stoned, and my ex father-in-law—he was hot. <laughs> my ex husband was black, and his dad, Big Austin, he's a good-looking guy. If I was gonna sleep with him. Yeah, we should get stoned
3: from the. Get me
4: some of that good '70s weed, bro. Like, no, it's a. I mean, I get it. There's another thing like people say in the, in the God hates fags or whatever, and it's like, okay, well, if you look at the Old Testament contextually. <laughs> when the Jews were being overrun by everybody. Like, everyone's fucking with them. They're slaves, and they're stealing their children. They're stealing their little boys and putting them into sex slavery and all this kind of stuff. Of course you would say, like, if a man lies with another man, it's terrible and it's an abomination. Because because what was happening to them, right. they were being raped and pillaged constantly by everybody. <laughs> And they're like, you know, it's the other one, Lot's wife, like when the, oh, when the angels it. come and he's like, no, 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 take my daughters. Don't rape these <laughs> angels. These angels are good. Take the daughters. But they didn't they're like their hot. sons. They didn't, they didn't like their sons being raped. They didn't care about the daughters though. They're like, eh, sleep, sleep with them. Oh, yikes. Yeah. You should do biblical jokes. I, You have a whole captive audience.
5: I don't know. I don't know is it
4: offensive do you find it do you think it's offensive I just don't find it funny
5: I don't find biblical jokes that funny unless I'm like making fun of the Christian religion then it's like okay I'm not gonna do that right right I don't know biblical jokes like you said people do need to have a reference right they don't need a point of reference and just because someone's in church doesn't mean they know the bible and that's, that's true too so like yeah so it's like I mean, I don't. Really, I don't really do biblical jokes like that. I, I did have a, a, a whole bit on how Jesus would be a terrible roommate, <laughs>
4: keeping inviting his friends over yeah. people with leprosy. Come on,
5: Jesus! Come yeah. on, Jesus! He's Why like, keep bringing these people over unless here? Unless
4: it's unless it's tax collectors and prostitutes. I mean, that's, everyone knows that's a fun time. Like, that's or, a party. It's party, Jesus.
5: Or you pick up a rag and like, Jesus, did you use my rag? And you're like, don't you lie to me, Jesus? I see your face right here. <laughs>
4: biblical jokes Uh, Uh, we we have about five minutes left what do you want to uh, what do you want to Plug? B- beliefs. Yeah. Plug. There you yeah. go. How big is your congregation?
5: Uh, it's, uh, it's about 400.
4: Wow. People, but
5: there's only about maybe 150 active members, like people who actually show up. Right. So we have a lot of people in the catalog, but they don't always show up. They so. show up at Christmas and Easter. Christmas and Easter. Yep, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, some shameless plugs. Um, yeah. So, um so I, I, you know, I make music. Um, so I have a couple shows coming up. I culturally, actually-
4: culturally conscious hip-hop. Or is it like <laughs>
5: culturally conscious hip Well, like, yeah, I guess so.
4: Like, you know, you say nice things instead of you're like drink a smoothie, do some push ups, <laughs> or like like good like good yeah, things instead kinda. of being like yeah. instead of being like suck my dick yeah. on your
5: knees. I, I'm more, I'm, yeah, I'm more into uh, 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 George Clinton's um, oh, notion cool. of uh, edutainment.
4: Oh, that's great. Yeah,
5: yeah. So it's a mixture of uh, education and entertainment. And so I have maybe one song that I'm just doing like rap cadence. Uh huh. Um, but it's it's not like I'm putting anybody down. You know, a lot of rappers, they say, oh, F you, F you. I'm the best. I'm the best. I don't really, I don't really do all that cause I try to stay as humble as possible. But I do, you know, I do talk about different subject matters. So if you go to JuwanRubin.com, um, so I have uh, all my music. One of my favorite songs on, on, my, uh, on my website is called E-People. <laughs> e people just, just about like, it's, it's basically about, you know, people who are, you know, not real anymore. Right. They, they, everything is E email, E this, E right, that, right. E cigarette. And, yeah. S- yeah. <laughs> and so now we have right. E people, people who just don't want to get off their screen. I have a line, I have a line in there talking about, you know, uh selfie whores, uh, waiting for a, a like on their post. while there are babies in the corner asking for their, their baba and their mama. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you it's, know that stuff is sad that we're so it's its ego like can you imagine like when we were little if we had a Polaroid camera and we took pictures of our food or whatever we wanted that, <laughs> and we put it on the wall and then we invited all our friends over and we're like come over and touch the pictures that you like like put a <laughs> sticker on these pictures so that I can feel validation about myself and what I did today yeah. I mean it's insane that yeah. we
5: that uh, I'm actually working on a bit right now about how you know because there's studies that came out that likes hit the same part of your brain as cocaine and sugar <gasps> does right wow. so people are just addicted to likes you know wow. that's why the lady went to youtube and shot up youtube right because she wasn't getting enough she likes she wasn't getting
4: enough likes in her entire that likes. her will because because this gets back to religion. The emptiness is so vast inside them and yeah. they don't know what to fill it with that the only thing they can fill it with is validation from external validation. Yeah. And maybe that's the lesson that external validation is meaningless. Yeah. It has to internally come from your own choice and volition and light. And it can't yeah. be, I'm doing this to make this person happy or I'm doing this to make somebody like me. It has to be like just your natural state of being Being. and expression is what it is. And if people like that, cool. And if they don't, then you can't,
5: can't make anyone do anything they don't want to do right right so but it's just, that's yeah because so we're, we're not human doings or human actings we're human beings yeah so we should be you know that's what we should be but back to the shameless yeah, yeah, plugs yeah, yeah, um so hip-hop. yeah so i'm doing on, a, on i'm doing a hip-hop show on uh 420 oh, cool. uh, it is on 1445 hate street <gasps> awesome so it's a 420 show okay so is that at milk bar I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. I so, just, well, somewhere on hate. Somewhere on hate, yeah. And then, um, uh, so I don't know. It's a big festival, so I, cool. might, I think it's in the grass <gasps> or some, somewhere.
4: Oh, that's neat. You're doing the 420 Festival. That's, is that what that is? Well, it's in the, on Hippie Hill at 420 and all that. They, there's tons of people. Okay. Like 10,000 people come out for, Someone, four, yeah. for 420. Someone They put a big me. stage out there. and But if it's 1445 hate, it's probably at Milk Bar. Probably
5: Here, keep maybe. plugging, and I'll maybe, look I'll Yeah. Look okay. So I got that on 420, one four four five H Street. Uh, come out. It's between 12 and six. Uh, come on out. I'll probably go up around four. Okay. Uh, four or five. And then also, um, I've started working with uh, a new artist. So I'm. I do. I do music for other artists as well. So um, his name is Marcel. Uh, so start looking out for him. He has a show on Sunday, May 27, 2018, with another artist that I'm working with named Naki uh, Moalo. Look up Naki Moalo on YouTube she has some really good reggae Music it's 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 really off the Chain Uh, but if you want to follow Me um, so that's Marcel and Naki Moalo you can follow those two people But if you want to follow me um, my YouTube channel and my Instagram is Both under awesome multimedia So that's O S O M Multimedia all one Word and then my Snapchat is under J A Y D U B A R J to bar which is uh, The the person I went under uh before i rebranded myself so before ah. i was a minister i went by J dubar because i come from such a christian um family i had to change my name if i was going to be doing like raunchy comedy and raunchy music out absolutely
4: there. yeah awesome.
5: and then juanrubin.com j-a-w-a-a-n-r-u-b-i-n.com you can find out all my shows all my music um all my youtube uh videos everything um yeah
4: what is i don't understand snapchat i don't even have a smartphone i'm too old for all these things mm. what is snapchat So do you believe in it? It's good. You can have a lot of followers.
5: Snapchat from the, uh, individual standpoint or from the brand standpoint.
4: Uh, How you, how do you, do you find it an effective tool of social media?
5: Yeah. I use it. uh, I use it for, for work. I use it for business. You know what I'm saying? But like, I, if I was an individual I mean a lot of people just kind of I don't know what they the heck they use it for because the thing about social media period when I fir- when Facebook Facebook first came to me I was like what the heck is this this is stupid why would I do this but then when I started you know working for myself and not you know not really working at, at a job or doing a job and kind of doing comedy and all the other stuff I was like okay this is a good communication tool right that's right. the whole point of it right. snapchat facebook all that stuff it's just a communication tool so so the way Snapchat works is that you get about a 10 second video. Now you could do longer, but uh when it first started it's only 10 seconds, but they're you know they'll they'll chop if you do it all the way through, they'll just kind of chop through. But anyway, um yeah, so the, I mean And people
4: I've, like to th- you say like, hey, I'm gonna be doing this show, come out and see me. And then you yeah. like give them a line, you're like boo 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 bah.
5: Or right, whatever. right, right. So yeah, so I'll, I'll plug something. I'll say, hey, I got this going on at this time, you know, um, you know, and then air all my followers will see it if they want to. So you have an option of seeing it if you want. So there's a, there's a list of uh, all your people that you follow, and then when as people are posting, you can click on if 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 you want to. E people, all
3: yeah. of your e people, all the e
5: people, and then you can DM, uh, direct message people, but it only lasts Through Snapchat. Yeah, but it only lasts for like a, a day or twenty four hours.
4: just text? I don't know. see the thing. I don't understand is like. Like we already had the technology for all it we had phones that text and right. we, like we need to have a, vi- I have to have a video. I just, I don't even, well, get I'm mean, too old. I get, it. I,
5: get yeah, it. I guess, I mean, I don't know. You know what? Think about, think about if you want to just send someone a video, a quick video real quick, you know,
4: I would never do, I don't even, oh, I, don't okay. even have, I, I don't even have, I don't even, my phone doesn't even have my phone can take pictures, but boom, uh. like I can't, it has a voice recorder. That's terrible. Like it's, well, it's a dumb phone. Look at this. It's,
5: it's okay. Here's the good, here's it
4: not even attached to the internet.
5: So here's a, here's a good one. So when, okay, how about this? So when I was, um, when I was looking for a house with my, with my brother and we couldn't go, go see the showing at the same time, I'd use, I just take a quick snap and say, okay, this is the bathroom. Hey, this is the living room. This is the outside. Okay. And then he can kind of see it real quick and then it goes away. Now the, the point, I mean, the point of it disappearing in 24 hours is so that no one can, no one can steal your content basically. Oh. Yeah, because if you put it on oh, Facebook, someone it's there. Can rip they can,
4: it. yeah, it's there forever, and and yeah. you actually have a product. See, all of our podcasts here are free, so I'm like, take them, do whatever. <laughs> you, there's already free. Like, <laughs> just share it with people. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I mean, content. I mean. Find me fairy agent. Right. Move me up out of obscurity. <laughs> Find me. Take it.
5: Yeah, because on YouTube, if someone goes to your YouTube page and sees a the video, they can rip it. They can just, they can uh, download it. It's, it's not legal, but there's, yeah. uh, there's a certain tools that you can do to just rip their video. But on Snap, you can't do that. You have that. You don't have the possibility. But if you have a picture, right, with the smartphone, you can take a screenshot of the picture. Now... The thing about that is, if you take a screenshot of someone's picture, they get a notification that you did that.
4: Wow. <laughs> well, that's good, though, because I would think that the main purpose of Snapchat would be showing your dick to people.
5: That was, I, I don't know if that was the reason why, but that when Snapchat first started, that's what a lot of people were doing.
4: Because it just disappears. Yeah. So it's like, ah, ha, ha, ha.
5: Yeah, you got to see it, but now it's gone. Right.
4: You know? <laughs> that's, that's just weird to me. Yeah. Um, so everyone go to jawanrubin.com and check out his upcoming shows. Yeah. When are you doing content? You mentioned all your hip hop things. When's your next comedy gig?
5: I don't know. You know, I don't know. I've been doing open mics, just working out material starting, you know, cause I, I came from Orange County, um, about three years ago. And then when I came back, I kind of was, you know, just doing open mics cause I had, a, I needed some new material, some new stuff. And so right now, um, you know, just follow you know if you follow me on facebook or on uh, instagram um all the you know the names i gave you for my instagram and facebook basically you can find out when i'm doing an open mic because a lot of times it's just kind of it's pretty random but as far as a, a comedy show i mean like this saturday i mean this friday uh, for my 420 show that's kind of what I, I started doing was i i would um I would mend the comedy with the music. Oh great. So it's like I am doing a, a set, but it's not just a set. Sure. So i will do some jokes, but then now a song comes. Sure, I'll sure. do some more jokes and then I'll, now another song. That's you know? great. So it's kinda you know, I, I it's not purely stand up comedy. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't call it that.
4: It's and it's more pal- palatable <laughs> for the whole audience because not everybody wants to listen to jokes. All the, all the
5: time not yeah. really yeah. but um i am open to doing some some uh, more shows so if anybody is um, out there that wants to put me on a, one of their gigs I'll, I'll go for it but um yeah i mean I, at this point it's just it's it's the music and then as far as comedy i, I think I'll, i'm booking out shows in the next couple months some of them will be comedy shows so i have
4: uh, an idea and i want you to do it with me possibly and we'll definitely. talk after one of the playoff games coming up with the Warriors, it would uh, be fun to show it. We have a digital projector to uh, project it on the wall, and then do our own commentary, do comedy <laughs> commentary yeah. on top of the to Warriors game. Because I, got I funny totally to say, right? And there's there's, there's really funny. I mean, I'm, when doing basketball commentary is really fun because it's yeah. like really fast, and all these things are happening, and, and there's a lot of like, it's almost like sometimes they're shit talking each other, but you know they aren't because they get it technical. But I've right. seen Draymond be like, oh,
3: "Fuck!" Scene
4: be <laughs> I mean, like Damon yeah. Green saying fuck again.
3: <laughs>
5: yeah, I'm super down to do that. That'll be uh fun and hilarious. One of the things I do when I when I watch basketball is I, I watch it on mute most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Because the commentators suck. Yeah. They don't know what the heck they're talking they're ta- about. And they're talking
4: about weird shit like yeah. themselves. Yeah. Like, when we had that barbecue last yeah. I'm like remember that barbecue. What we are you we talking about? You guys
5: like, dude, I don't care about that. Talk about the game, dude. Yeah. So yeah, I'm always down to uh to, to put some of my own commentary on there that'd be hilarious because
4: yeah, we basically just do it live on the air like this but watch it and have people come in and it could be, right
5: that'd be hilarious yeah, yeah i would be down cool. to do that
4: Yay, <laughs> thank you so much you have been an amazing guest awesome and I'm thank so you. and anytime I know you, you want to come back that, no no I don't um, <laughs> you you're it's great to have real Christians on here and awesome. the ones that have been on have been knocking it out of the park awesome. all the atheist comics it's like okay it's like tell me something new right <laughs> But th- this was great and whenever you want to come back you it's always have an open invitation because
3: Off top. this This was
4: a really really great one and i'm super stoked thank you guys for listening to some call me tim uh again check out JawanRubin.com and uh listen to other things on mutiny radio we've got four open mics a week here come on by visit us sundays four to six mondays six to eight thursdays seven to nine fridays six to eight and uh try to come through yeah we'll be back next week with uh devora and i know i'm not supposed to pronounce the d or something like that (laughs) it's uh Devorah Kesslan or something like that. She's a comedian. Uh, Thanks again, everybody. Bye!
2: Wow. Um...
1: the internet ocean has to offer ya. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> hey, everybody! Listen to the weekly review with Roman every Friday from noon to two p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program.
4: Hey, everybody, welcome. This is the Sparkcast. It is live here at the beautiful Spark Dispensary on Mission Street between 8th and 9th. I can never remember the number because I'm a terrible person. But we're here on the Sparkcast. We have great comedians tonight. We have Brian Lucette, we have Borhal Kaufman, we have Matthew Quirk. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. We're live here at Spark. Today, our product highlight is the sour lime kush. We're going to be smoking the sour lime kush. It is exciting. We're going to be talking about the new packaging laws. We're going to have our product highlight on the uh, sour lime kush. We're going to have our have our have our pot games. I'm so glad you guys are here for our podcast. Everyone else is here. We're going to get started in just a second with today's forecast, July 2nd, 2018. It's amazing. We're all here at Spark together on a Tuesday night. We're here for the SparkCast, recorded live here at Spark. What a fun time. We have great comedians to entertain you while you suck on those delicious vape bags. Yay, Volcano! Volcano forever, yay! I hate that they're, ama- they're amazing machines. They make it work. Uh, we're here at the SparkCast, live at Spark. People are buying the great new product Today, we're going to be talking about a little bit about the new packaging laws. It was very, everything like, what's happening now? Everything looks different. What are milligrams? Ah, maths. What are we going to do? Uh, We're going to also do our product highlight. Today's product highlight is the sour lime kush. We're going to be smoking that and talking about it. We've got comedian highlights, people telling jokes, people telling stories. And then we have our great game that's interactive with our whole crowd. And you can win this beautiful t-shirt. Uh, we can turn it up. This, oh, there it is, this beautiful t-shirt. See, it says Spark on the back. On the front it says, laughter is the second best medicine. And um, here it's Spark. And then it says, Spark has number one. Because we all know what the best medicine is. Yay, yay. Yay! Delicious, delicious. Thank God that this is all happening. Anybody else paying attention to World Cup? I'm wearing dumb socks because I have caught the fever. <laughs> the fever of the flavor of a 27-year-old millennial man actually making their goals. It's very exciting. I just I love it. Uh yeah. Here we are. Crazy things happening here at Spark. Everybody, it's it's a really fun place. You get to come in, you sign in, you get your you get your little vape just thingy, and you get your bag and your little brush. The brush so you can get all the all the good nugs. Get them out of there. Scrape out all that flour. Uh, I've always been. It's like it's a flower. It's a plant. Yeah. it's edible what what happened yeah 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 here um well brian lucette one of our comedians brian lucette he already got one of these things you can get you can set one up we got it we have to set up a vaporizer so that we can talk about our product highlight tonight the sour lime kush i already smelled it i opened the bag and it does smell super limey i don't know understand how like nature works that it smells and how does it happen that I mean it's almost the same thing with wine right when they're like it tastes like cherries right but then it's like you you get some weed and it tastes like banana and you're like how is this possible it tastes like to
1: all my Russian bots to all my party people a comedy open mic is going to start in five minutes watch and learn hosted by Capital Pro brand new show it's going to be on every Saturday from 8 to
4: so, yeah, be excited. Magic. Warhol knows all about magic. Uh, I'm a, I like to smoke. I, this, is, this is something that happened to me this week, and I looked it up, and I don't know if this has happened to other people, but a, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do is smoke pot. Does anybody else do that? Does anybody smoke weed before they pee besides me? Okay, good, I'm not the only one, good. So I I wake up and I go and I hit the bong and then I go potty and then I usually drink a big glass of water and then I take another hit. And then sometimes I get really nauseous, like out of nowhere. And then I vomit a bunch of water. And I always thought, oh, I'm an alcoholic. Nay, there's this new thing we looked up on the internet. And it's called cannabinoid meiosis, meiosis, something like that. And it makes you nauseous. And I read this article about this woman who they ended up firing her from a modeling job because they were like, you're an alcoholic because she threw up every morning. But it's something that you get if you've been doing long-term THC usage, like 17, 20, 25 years plus. And I thought I I was, I always just thought it because I had too many IPAs the night before. But now I'm like but it's a weird thing they've been studying it now. Look it up. It's it's this crazy thing. Because I've been I mean, I've been smoking pot every day all the time for like probably 25 years now. I don't know. When, from when I was 19. Let's do the math. I'm 44. Who's good at math? <laughs> 25 years. I did it without even thinking about it. Oh my God! Don't you love it when that happens? When you like, you get an answer right and you didn't even know it was right, but you're like, ah, <laughs> Weed doesn't make you dumb. <laughs> no, I have two master's degrees. I promise it doesn't make you dumb. Although it, <laughs> it makes me think about things in a whole new way. Like I. I've conceptualized the world in a larger scope because of the joys and beauties of marijuana. I am so pro marijuana. I am so happy that it's legal now and I don't have to hide from the stigma. Although my parents still hate me, but you know that's because they—they were—they were like Vietnam's cool. <laughs> it all goes back to the 70s. Yay! Uh, hey, I'm 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 done talking for a minute. Who wants to tell a story or tell jokes? You got a story. Hey, you know who's got a story? He's a hilarious individual. Uh, He's an amazing friend of the SparkCast. Hey, everybody, enjoy the fun story highlight from your first comedian, Warhol Kaufman. Yeah.
1: So uh, I just wanted to shout out to Spark because they've been hooking it up for years, you know? And uh, I'm from Maryland. So if you're trying to get weed in Maryland, it's not, it's not really the same thing. Like, I was home a while back, I saw my cousin. He showed me some app I didn't get at the time, I didn't understand. He was like, check it out. He was like scrolling through, it was just like a lot of butts, really. I was like, oh yeah. It was a photo app, he was like, oh yeah. You know, you, you can follow whatever you want, but I like AS. I like AS, so mine is a lot of AS. I thought that was pretty fun. He was like, tell me about California, tell me about California. So he came over, came over and smoked me out, man. And I'm telling you, I can't go back to Maryland anymore. I've gotten dosed with PCP three times, but twice in Maryland. So he smokes me out, right, we're just in the car outside. Then I go into the house, I end up vomiting like all over my parents' bathroom, you feel me? I'm trying to clean it up, but I'm like hella fucked up in the head. I take my shirt off. I'm like using my shirt to clean up the vomit. Uh, they notice, they notice. And then they're like yelling at me. They're like, what were you doing? You're doing, ah, drinking too much. I'm like, nah, just like, just chilling with my cousin, you know? I was just kicking it. Oh man, the next time I got dosed with PCP, it was my other cousin at the hotel room that my brother got this is right before i went to the psych ward and apparently i ended up on the news because i flooded they claim i flooded the a whole level of the motel but i was on the first floor so i don't really believe it thank you